for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Black, we haven't wild. had that in a while. It's been a while. It's what been the a fuck while. is up? Go. Fuck. The welcome fuck. to welcome to Black Chat. We are back, man. We're back. We're the whole squad's here. here. I don't know squad. what episode gang, this gang. is. Josh, what episode 77. is this? 77. Okay. Wow. 77. Lucky 77. I feel like he was saying 75 for like the past four episodes. I feel like I we've been we've been in the 70s for a long ass time. I actually, yes, we have. And I actually remembered for once. 77. We're close to 80. We're quick with that. We're close to 80. All right. So welcome to Blab Chat episode 77. Uh, nice. I go by the name of Ill Mind. This is an all music production podcast. I'm here with my co host. You know, Glam Glizzle. Glam Glizzle? Yeah. Tough. Sprinkle Same. that. Well, sprinkle it right on top. Yeah. What else we got here? Who else? You know, you it's your girl know. perfection. <laughs> Plain and simple. Yep. Yo, she was all dramatic on the timing. Yo. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> yeah. Yo, Atlas the plug without the guy. It's the guy. The pivot king. my great producer. Sorry, I take too too much advantage of that, man. Shout to Joe. But and you yeah. take just you gotta use that forever. <laughs> I um, loved hearing that. Yeah, that man. Fucking so, made uh, me smile. It was so great. It was so fun. Shout to Parks. Um, oh yeah. Shout, shout to the whole squad. So this is Blab Chat, man. Episode seventy-seven. Um, this is again, like I said, an all music production podcast. Um, I feel like it's kind of been a while. Uh, since the four of us have been together so we're here we're back um shout out to all you guys that are subscribed to the podcast um if you're on itunes if you're on soundcloud on youtube make sure you hit that subscribe button and don't be afraid to leave comments you know what i'm saying like let us know what you want to hear from us what what kind of topics you guys want us to cover again this is like you know we like talking about music production and the art of being a creator so um don't be shy yes, don't be shy man. don't be, don't be shy. shy save that shit for your mind podcast <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be shy um and make sure you subscribe and comment but we appreciate all you guys that have been tuning in man every friday that's what we do man so we're here with a very special guest speaking of creatives um he's a man he's a man of all trades man mm-hmm. uh, i met this guy uh, back in 2013 2012, 2012 2013 uh, during the slaughterhouse sessions um, yeah. Over at uh, in Harlem, uh, and uh, so Man. his name is Mike Cuz, and he's an audio engineer. He's a producer. He also works closely with a lot of people, um, like Buddha and Grands. And I'll let him go through the discography, but let's give a warm round of applause to the, Mike the Cuz in the Whoa. building. Oh, Mike Cuz, appreciate y'all, man. What's, What's up, Illy? Chilling, man. Thank you for for coming through. Thank you for having me. For yeah. Real. What? So how'd man. you get the name Mike Cuz? Is that your last name or? Uh, yeah. My name. Uh, my last name is Kazoyan. It's ah. Armenian. So mm. just uh, was like naturally a nickname for most of my life. And then uh, honestly, when uh, when Slaughterhouse put out uh, what was the Hammer Dance, uh-huh. and everybody was like, "My real name, my rap shit." I was like, "I'm gonna just run with my real name." Right. Like, I don't gotta change right. it. I don't hey. gotta. Right. So like kind of kept it short and sweet. Mike everybody cuts. took to it fast. And, I like that. You know, it goes takes it all the mm-hmm. way back home too. That's what's so. up. So for people that are, aren't familiar with uh, your work and your discography and stuff, give them a little rundown of what you worked on recently, old, what you do, the whole spiel. Okay, so I'm uh, I'm a producer first and an engineer next i've been i've been producing you know for a long time now since probably like 2004 Mm -hmm. is when i got like my first daw um in terms of i I started getting into the engineering more like out of necessity probably around like 2008 2009 just like for my friends and stuff and uh then 
I graduated college in 2010, moved to the city to start interning and moving around. And uh, that's where I really feel like I learned that it would be super valuable for me to be well-versed in both areas. So, I mean, just, uh, you know, of course, I worked with a ton of artists coming up when I was when I was recording with my friends and stuff. And then I got into the city and I started, uh, you know, I linked up with Just, uh, mm-hmm. Just Blaze, uh, Ariel up at Stadium. Yep, shout um, to Ariel. Uh, and then, I mean, since then, let's see, I've worked with Wyclef, worked with, uh, uh, I worked on Take Care, I worked oh. with Wale, I worked with Cole, um, man, I've, uh, done some, mixed some stuff for Flex, uh, nice. you know, I've been producing and recording for East, um, Dave mixing East, for, yeah, for, for Dave East, um, and uh, you know, like a lot of uh, a lot of like just stuff that would come and go working mm-hmm. in the studio too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A couple right. days with this person. Yeah. Like I did some stuff with Rat King for a mm-hmm. while with uh, with Guru, um, and uh, artists that would just kind of come through and, and work for a couple days. So uh, when I go back and look at it, it's 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 been quite a few people I've been kind of privileged to be in the studio with and, and, and to learn from. And so. that's a combination of like production and en- engineering or? Yeah, well, when I when I was first coming up, like mainly, like for instance, when I was, when I worked on Take Care, me and my boy Perry, uh, we recorded the gospel, do you remember uh, Lord Knows yep. on yeah. the album? Crazy. We, we recorded the gospel choir for that. Um, that's dope, I didn't know that actually, because that's, that's one tight. of my favorite tracks on there. Definitely. Just plays Body That and yeah, he, he, bodied he, it re- crazy. he replayed that that yeah well himself. the i mean and the the version with the original sample is crazy too right, right. is uh, it always is but right. you know we had problems clearing it and uh then we kind of had to make an effort for a couple of days to bring Dope. in some choirs and try some stuff so in true just please fashion yeah mm-hmm. right and then you know we set up like 20 mics in that of live course. room there right. that's dedication it, though yeah mm-hmm. that's gave, like you really guys you guys really wanted that to happen i mean right. if it was uh it's even before it dropped, we were like, "Damn, this is crazy. this is a crazy record," mm-hmm. especially for Drake. You know, it's like interesting. It, it was yeah. very, very left field for that album. Right, um, it's interesting because that was around the time. So there was this for those who, of you who don't know, there was a studio um, called Stadium Red that mm-hmm. was in like Harlem, and that's where Just Blaze's studio was, yep. and that's where this amazing engineer Ariel was, and you were working out of there. That's how we met. Yep. And so in 2013, um, we, the Slaughterhouse was together working on their album. Uh, that just hasn't come out and um and so it was a bunch of us producers yeah. and you were kind of like one of the main engineers I, there i feel like we really got to take a moment to reflect on what yeah. a powerhouse i mean that was a really crazy situation yeah. man like cool. let me let me paint the picture man I, yeah please paint i was it. i was working i painted people don't believe me <laughs> right yeah no nah, for real and i was the assistant engineer on and and uh tracking engineer on a lot of these sessions so you know it was my job like if if even one of y'all was in the studio i had to be there you know yeah. and uh so uh it was funny because uh joe and joel would like to come in the morning yep. and then royce and crook would come overnight and then also all in the in the facility we had uh it was just Illmind, justice league cardiac arab q-tip crazy yeah. and oh, fuck Am I missing anybody else? I feel it? like that was that was like the crux of it. I and think then frequency was in and out. Frequency was in yep. and out. We wow. we of course received ideas from other producers and stuff, but like all everybody mentioned was working there for almost a month straight, like sun up to sundown, mm-hmm. and it was yeah. it was still one of my favorite sessions. It was that fun. I back it was a lot of sure. memories, man. Yeah. So what got you in the door there exactly? Uh, actually, so when I first moved to the city, I started looking up a bunch of studios mm-hmm. to see where I might want to cut my teeth. And I landed at this spot in Harlem uh, that was called Stadium Red. It was on 125th Street. And I went in for an interview and I was like, I'm fresh out of college. I was dead ass, like I was so naive that I went and applied for a job. Like I thought <laughs> I was I thought I was qualified, you know right, what I mean? Right. So I went in and I interviewed with Julie. Nice, um, who, shout um, to Julie, yep. And uh, you know, she's a good friend now. She yeah. she kind of played me that day because I, I, I brought like a beat CD and stuff. And of course. She she's was like, like what, what are you doing? Yeah, she was like, well, we have internship opportunities. We don't need this. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, she slid it slid, back. Slid oh, my beat CD. Slid it. Like, that's like, that, 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 that must Do not have fuck hurt. with Julie. I don't know if you guys have ever met her, but she's, <laughs> she's amazing, man. Yeah. She's amazing. Um, she's the shit. So that's how I started there. And then, you know, I just kind of started being a fly on the wall and, uh, you know, doing my duties, mm-hmm. not really getting in anybody's way trying right. to trying to right. feel it out mm-hmm. and and 
just play my part yeah. there. But it's yeah. just it's dope for me to see, and you know, my story is kind of similar where you just end up in a place where is like the place to be yep you know at that time in your life or you know just starting your journey because there were a lot of names in those yeah. rooms in that studio so you know you were lucky enough to land a position there you know that ended up positioning you yeah in the future and it's funny too because that i mean even that day i can laugh at it now but i was really cut down that day that like mm -hmm. i went to interview because right. i was like hype you know mm -hmm. and, and i was like oh cleaning toilets and right. dusting plaques and this and that but right. you know honestly it was if i didn't do that yeah because you know when i came in I, I went to a college that had a music program but it wasn't a music college mm -hmm. but everybody i was interning with like went to like ir right. sae mm -hmm. five towns full yeah. sale so i was like i'm gonna get eaten alive in here if i <laughs> mm -hmm. get all my shit mm -hmm. fast right. so i just got real obsessive about being in the rooms writing the gear down like you know making even like you know what guru likes when he comes to the studio mm -hmm. you know like make sure that we got a uh, you know rolls and uh swedish fish and yeah. you know that type hey, of stuff yeah, you know what I mean? guru likes swedish fish i might have i might have been i might have been wyclef actually my okay. memory is a little so, foggy <laughs> but like you know just memorizing little things about clients and the staff and uh you know then it kind of then it would turn into something where just would be like yo i'm having a party for my birthday like do you want to come and yep. then you know mm -hmm. that type of yeah, stuff and yeah. yeah everybody yeah. just kind of became family and uh you know i became more of a peer uh amongst those guys and i this, love that i love yeah. that this was all like unpaid right i i interned i worked at that studio for a year and a half before i made any yeah. money yeah and that, then when i did it was like ten dollars an hour because that just reminds me of the conversation that people have been having on like social media in regards to like unpaid stuff. internships and like i get it but stories like this go to show you yeah. that sometimes you I mean, just have to pay your dues to get to where get you need experience. to go yeah, yeah. You know? i don't think it should be you know the standard you know and right. i i do feel for people definitely you know because I, I was also working 40 hours a week for sure you know like not sleeping at all mm -hmm. it's clearly not mm -hmm. healthy right. you know but at the end of the day you know it is what it is mm -hmm. you know? yeah i mean i think the internship whole idea i think for me, at least, it's a little different in the music industry. Definitely. In the music industry, gotta, the yeah. lifeblood is the relationship. Different, you yeah. know, like the fact that you were able to have this internship at Stadium Red with Just Blaze, but then do a good enough job for Just to decide on his own. You know what? Right. That kid Mike is cool. Right. He does his job. He's always on time. He knows I love Swedish fish. Right. <laughs> right. You know, like he's on point and he's a cool guy. Like, let me invite him to my shit. And now, you know, you have Definitely. that, like, relationship mm -hmm. with just which right. you never would have had if you you know what i mean mm -hmm. so and that, that's what i try to tell people too is especially a lot of times when people come through steel sessions some people come and they don't even play music they're just like i'm great like what's next what should i do next and uh, i think they associate it too much with like the task work you know what i mean like they're like oh well i already know how to do this and this and like am i really gonna learn if i'm just getting coffee and doing favors here but I mean, you hit the nail on the head, man. Like, it's it's not about that, really. No. It's kind of yeah. it's about becoming a part of the scene. You yeah. know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. Because you know, when it went, I've gotten so much work. Actually, yo, that not the not the not the '88 joint, but on album about nothing. Mm -hmm. That credit came because of you. Word. Because uh, Dan hit me up mm -hmm. when they had their spot in Jersey, uh -huh. and he was like, "Yo, we got a spot in Jersey that we record at." Uh, Mind says you're dope, like you come highly recommended. You want to come fuck with us, so there then, you go. This yeah. is the moment. Yeah. 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 You gotta, you gotta blast that. You gotta blast that. You gotta blast that. But that's that's kind of what I always like stress mm -hmm. my interns because obviously, you know, managing a music studio, I'm mm -hmm. very hands on with the interns. Yep. And they're part of my responsibility. And for mm. me, it's like if you make my job harder. You're just making it worse for yourself. You're making it worse right. for yourself. And, and going back to what you said, sorry, Alice, cut you off real quick. Go, go, go. But um, the album about nothing thing with Wale, I remember that so clearly because I met Wale through Sky Zoo, who's mm. a good friend of mine. Obviously, oh, wow. you guys know. And um, Sky uh, had a couple sessions with Wale, so we went to Wale's crib in Jersey. Uh, what year was that? 2013, 14, 14 probably. 2014, yeah. and we were working and. Um, and so Wale needed an engineer. So, and I noticed the setup, I saw everything and I'm like, man, let me, let me hit Mike. Cause right. 
I remember working with him at, at, at the Slaughterhouse Sessions, and he was super on point, really nice guy, super talented. Um, he, I can, I want to, I want to give him a call. So then I hit you up, and so you ended up going over there. And I legit like, forgot about that until just now. Too. I was playing it through in my head. Yeah, like, me oh, too. Shit, I still owe him. Me but too. Thank you. So it's like <laughs> stuff like that. Going back to the intern, um, you know, idea. It's almost like. If you're going to intern, tell me what you think, too, Perfection, because you have mm-hmm. actual interns at, at um, you know, Engine Room. Like, if I was an intern, that would be my thing, would be, like, let me just, like, be helpful. Be, <laughs> let me be helpful. Like, let me yeah. be the best I could be because mm-hmm. I'm not going to force anyone's hand into Definitely. trying to help me, but I'm going to exactly. give them no choice because mm-hmm. I'm going to be so on point with yeah. what I do yeah. that they're you not going to have a choice but Definitely. to call me. You got to become that guy. Yeah, yeah. you or have girl. to become that guy. Like, and for me... You know, I I started working at an early age. Like I started like really working and being, you know, active in businesses at like 15. So I have years of like experience knowing what's professional, what works, what doesn't. Obviously, I have a lot to learn because I'm still yeah. young. But you know, there I have experience. So for me, it's like always making things easier for everyone, being helpful, and just bringing something to the table, no matter where you work, especially in this music industry. You know, and I speak for me managing the studio and just everything else I'm involved in. I'm super busy, so I don't have time to, you know, have someone make my job harder. Like, if I'm going to give you an opportunity, I want you to help me bring something to the table. You know, it's funny. I have I have one intern. He's super cool. And he, you know, he got certified. He knows how to engineer here and there. But, you know, he's still learning the ropes. So he's like, yeah, Avian, I'm, like, waiting for you to give me sessions. I'm like, you're waiting for me to give you sessions. <laughs> I was like, you're to... never going to yeah. get a session, session if you're, you're waiting, waiting for, for me. me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how are you helping me? Like, you got your feet on the table right now. Yeah. Like, what? <clears throat> and I was like, you know, step it up. Show me that I need you. Like, prove mm-hmm. to me that you can handle sessions, dealing yeah. with clients, mm-hmm. anything I need from you. And mm-hmm. then I might be prone to say, you know what? I'm going to give you a shot. Yeah, and right, I yeah. swear after that, he was on his A game. Whatever you need, I got you. And then I started throwing him little sessions like, hey, I don't have an engineer. Could you do this little podcast here and there? And that's how it starts. It's like you can't feel like something has to be given to you, especially exactly. in this industry. You have yeah. to go for it. Yeah. I, you feel know? Like a paid, yep. I feel like a paid internship at this point, just in my opinion, I've never had an internship, but I feel like it would do a disservice to, for one, the people who have done unpaid, you know, people who went through it. Yep. And I think it you will miss the point of it by getting paid because yeah. then it yep. basically, you're basically saying you can come fresh out of college right. and get a job mm-hmm. based off of what you went, yeah. that it never happens. Just, it that could distract never you, happens. Yeah. for sure. Yeah, so it's like, kind of like, it will take out, you will not be humble if yeah. you, do that if you feel yeah. like that It'll yeah because the then you're getting paid out. from the jump so, yeah. like, the you... jump, so what the fuck but don't get me wrong there are certain instances where i know some interns work hard and i'm mm-hmm. like i wish i sure. had a budget right. to pay right. you yeah, because sure. i know right. that you are sacrificing your time and you aren't making money especially if, if you're young you know you're fresh out of college like you might not have that many bills to pay but you still need yeah. money for you food money. transportation yep. Listen, you still want to hang out in the creative so, world i yeah. think your personality and your relationships that social currency is it's 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 a time investment. Mm-hmm. It's That's a time everything. capsule. Yeah. Like be good if there was a medium. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm definitely never opposed to paying people. Yeah. But what I'm saying is for people to have the closed mentality of like, oh, I should yeah. get I paid. I should just be paid. Nah. Like, eh, you no, need life like, experience, yeah. and Yo, unfortunately, sometimes that comes free. Yep. Yeah. You know what it is too with the internship. So I hired probably about like ten, between ten and twenty interns. I've hired in my, in, uh even at Roseville, we yeah. had we had we had one intern. I hired one intern for each day of the week, so they come in one day a week, just come in and do runs. Mm-hmm. You know, get coffee, get food, go to go get the wire, whatever whatever we needed, they would kind yep. of do. And what I noticed <clears throat> is, and it's interesting, you know, Josh who's filming today and is also a producer was one of the interns that, yep. that I interviewed. And one thing of, about Josh is Josh was the only uh, intern that I interviewed. And that never asked about money. No. So, mm-hmm. like, he would come in. Most interviews I did, I said, "Come in." I said, "So, um, am I, like, am I getting paid? So, so, how, when, yeah. like, when do I get paid? Do I get paid in a month? Is yeah. it three months in? Like, when does the money start coming in?" Josh never at one time ever Listen. asked about money. Yep. And and one thing people have to understand when it comes to hiring an intern, and if you are an intern, it's not about the money you're going to make. It's about the relationships that you're going to make yep. and the people that you're going to meet. And it's your job 
not my job or whoever hires you as an intern. It's your job to get the ball rolling and figure it out and get these contacts and start moving your brand on. It's not the people who hire you. And I think that's what happens with internships yeah. is they come in and think everything's going to be given to them. But it's like, no, that's when you really start working. Yeah. Listen, there's two types of interns, right? And I, I think all of us as music creators, just that alone makes us interns. Because mm-hmm. if you're not rich or you're not making a living off your music yet, you're interning. So right. I think there's two different types of interns. There's the intern that is waiting to be told what to do. And then there's the intern that takes initiative. Yeah. Right. And the, there's no in-between. There's literally no in-between. There's mm-hmm. It's black and it's white. And then you throw on top of that the intern that is like you said, Atlas, like expecting to get paid or really concerned about money, Right, it goes directly in line with a music career, Mm -hmm. right, Right. music production. Like, let's say I have no placements, but I know I have really good beats, and you throw me in the studio with uh, uh, Jay-Z, right? I always use (laughs) Jay-Z. I'm in the studio with Jay-Z, and I know I have good beats. I'm gonna fucking prove myself first. Mm -hmm. Right. The first thing out of my mouth isn't gonna be Yo, Jay, what's up, man? Cool. So, when do I get paid? Right. Or hey, not so nothing, like, is it okay? Right. Is it okay if I charge you ten racks for this beat I'm about to right. play you? Like, no. Let me fucking shut the fuck up. Let me like let prove him. myself. Right. Let me play some beats. Let me try to get on his good side. Let me figure out what feel it out. Like, it's the same exact thing. If so, if you're trying yeah. to get in the music industry thinking that you're going to be paid for every second of time that you ever put in, then <laughs> I just think this isn't the place for you anyway. Good luck you know to me. You, I just think buddy. it's a different, it's a different hustle, and it takes a different hustle and a different mentality in order for you to accomplish certain things. Like totally. even yeah. you know having this conversation, you know, gearing away from unpaid or internships, but just the same idea. I get DMs all the time. I literally got a DM like two days ago that a guy's like, "Hey, um, what?" What would it take for me to get an interview? I'm like, interview you for what? I know. Yeah. I think I got what that same email too. Let me, let me it wasn't tell even us. an email. I get like oh, a couple oh, DMs like, it. hey, oh. how can I get an interview? And I'm like, for what? Let, let me tell you, let me, <laughs> let me, let me, let me make a point here. I'm going to add on to that. So, the definition of an unpaid intern is someone who is working towards something but isn't getting paid for their time currently. But in, in you can. it's safe to say that they are maneuvering in different ways and planting seeds to where eventually that'll turn mm-hmm. into some no, kind of payment, right? No, yeah. to so, me, an internship is college. Right. Like, well, like well, so let go, me finish like my point, though. Let me finish paid, my point. Do it. Yeah, so, yeah. so you're, you're, you're doing work, but you're not like directly getting paid, right? Well, guess what? As successful as I am, I'll take myself as an example, right? I'm interning. That means right. I'm an intern. I'll tell you why I'm interning. Because I have no idea when I'm getting paid. Yeah. Right. I, if I can make a beat tomorrow and that shit can just sit on my hard drive all day, for I can, send, for, it out, yeah, I can send it out to my manager. I can send it to this A&R, this artist. They might not use it. I have no idea. So, right. mm-hmm. you know, as successful as I am, just using me as an example, I still don't know. I'm still functioning as right. an intern. I'm still going out there proving myself to every fucking person Fact. I meet, regardless of how many plaques I have or you Grammy nominated. Yeah. Picture vision. Like, you throw me into a room with Sam Smith, who I never met, I don't know the guy. I have to fucking prove myself, right? right? right. I'm interning. I'm getting on his good side. I'm trying to, yeah. trying to like, point, get to him creatively, like regardless mm-hmm. of how higher or low I am in my career. So like fucking swallow your pride, man. Right. Like mm-hmm. We're all out pride. here doing it. Intern- swallow your pride, but it's also like that does create the leverage in the end yeah. having that success so coming from people who don't have anything but there's the always moral, more though there's always yeah. more and the moral of the story is you regardless you have to make it work for you, you have to make you it work you have to put, the, put like, in the work like, one person yeah like I use Sam Smith as an example because mm-hmm. okay I'm successful but like I can't go in a room with Sam Smith and dictate the way that Pharrell can. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, but Mm -hmm. like Pharrell can because he's way more successful than I am. So there's always going to be more. And I think it's just at the end of the day, just knowing what works for you and always have people that you can talk to that you can get advice from Mm -hmm. because, you know, there are companies out there and individuals that will take advantage of you. They will, you know, eat you alive just because you're an intern and they can Mm -hmm. get you to do shit for free. So, you know, you have to kind of have your own boundaries and know when enough is enough. If you feel like it's not, it's not benefiting you, You everybody. Like we all trying to get money. There are certain things that I work on that I'm still technically kind of interning because I'm not getting paid for, but it's the relationships that I'm like, you know what, regardless, 
if there's no budget there's nothing i value you so yeah. i would help you the best that i can yep. yeah because i know at the end of the day when that money comes or when i need something you're gonna hold me down and also Thanks. on top of that those Thanks. like what you're interning for and to me, when you're interning for something, to me, that means just like you're representing your brand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you're yeah. showing people what your brand is, you just, who you are, and showing them what you can do, right? Right. So like when, you, when you're when you interning and you're doing that, then it's your job to take that and then take it to the next level. It's not the people that brought you into intern. It's up to you to yeah. do that. I mean, yeah. if you're out there, if you're coming out the gate asking about money, I just feel like you're just not in the right space. Oh, you're yeah. cut off. You know what I mean? You're cut like, off. You need to just you gotta yeah, go be, back to the drawing board yeah. and figure out like, what industry and you're in that, and how to go about if that if that is you know a serious thing for you then you know maybe you should find another way that you know so that you can leave that out of mm -hmm. your creative space yeah. you know where you're building with the people who are gonna because yeah. the thing is like when you're interning you know a lot a lot of these guys that i help help for or that i help i mean even me being here now like yeah. i used to when i met Ilmine, when i met cardiac when i met a lot of these guys i was setting up keyboards for them you know what i mean yep. and but like then when I went out to LA for the first time, I could call Cardiac and yep. be like, yo, what's good? I'm in LA. And he's like, oh, what, right. for real? Come through, like yeah, come facts. chill, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and you know, I, I got paid for those slaughterhouse sessions. It was like 10 bucks an hour, right, right, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? But you know what I mean? At the end of the day, I wasn't sitting there like, Justice clocking League the took, money, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. yeah, I mean, I have engineers that now like do major label sessions that started off as interns, yeah. and now they're like, if it's an up and coming rapper that's like yeah. on his BS, please don't call me. Exactly. And I'm like, you went from an intern yeah. to now being bougie, dictating way, what credits you want. For all that's you guys that yeah. want, if you're concerned about the bag or just not even the bag, just success in general, I think all of this conversation is leading to one thing. Right, and that one thing is the goal, to me at least, and you guys chime in, I think the goal is to get on the good side of the person that's in power. Facts. And that's literally it. Like, it doesn't matter how long or how little or when or how, but just I mean, do the thing that will get you on the good side of the person in power, just yeah. in terms of like, showing value mm -hmm. you know and i th i just think that in every scenario and have it's the about answers being valuable right? have the answers yeah, yeah. have, yeah. have the answers be you know you gotta be that person that people can call and you know i'm fortunate to kind of have it on both sides of the coin being being a producer who also really knows engineering because ultimately what it is is like whether somebody is in the studio and a piece of gear doesn't work or a mic is broken or a session is not opening or they can't capture a feel for a baseline. Like if you can be that person who comes in and yeah. solve all those problems, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, it was the patch on this gear or like yep. you need to up the portamento on this base or you need, you know what I'm saying? Like if yep. you can be the person that is answering people's questions about multiple different things, then they're gonna keep hitting you for Dude, that. Dude, that's exactly why I called you first for the Wale session mm -hmm. was because my experience with you at the Slaughterhouse sessions was you problem solving like mm. I remember there was a time where we were in the live room and it was uh, Justice League in the their own <laughs> room because they're yeah. you know they're Justice League so they get their own room <laughs> and then it was me Cardiac and Just Blaze and, and I think I remember we had to like patch some audio in yeah from the live room from the live to the room, control room to the control room yeah. and then you were running around doing it and in my mind, just subconsciously, I'm like, damn, this dude works hard. Like, he knows wow. what he's doing. That's right. so dope. So, like, so then dope. when I went, got into the, the scenario of, like, recommending an engineer, mm. I'm like, well, this is Wale. I'm not going to invite, like, an engineer Anybody. that's, like, half-assed. Right. Let me, let me call Mike. Mike. I remember the guy, Mike, from whatever. And then that's how it happened. So I don't know. Dope. I just that's a small example. It's but dope it's, to hear your mental play by play. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? From that's the what other it was. side. I mean, so, I could have called anyone. So you said in 2004 was when you got your first dog, or when yeah. you first started producing. So being that you are now, you say you just said it yourself. You know both sides, like the way yeah. that you do it now. Was it always like that? Did you always? What was the spark for you to beat make? And then was it you being a producer and wanting that quality is what inspired? to get that, that other half of like that actual knowledge and uh, then like where did it all stem from and where was your first session? Who did you first mix and like cut man. down? I mean, in terms of just being a musician, my parents listened to a ton of good stuff around the house. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were like 
you know, huge, big into Motown. So, like, you know, the Four Tops, the Commodores, the Jacksons, Marvin mm. Gaye, Supremes, all that stuff. My mom loved the Ohio players. Yeah. Um, a lot of Joni Mitchell. Um, and then my dad liked a lot of, like, Billy Joel and Springsteen and stuff. So, oh, yeah, it was like you, a, you had a, a cultivated good mix of, same. like... My mom was the same way with And me. then, you know, when I got a little older and I started to hear these songs being, like, reinvented and chopped mm. and pitched, I was like, right. oh, damn, like, That's this is dope. And... You know, I had a program on my parents' computer called the Creative Wave Studio that was like hey. a serious, you know, no offense, but it was a piece of shit program. But me <laughs> and my friends used to like, it was a one-track stereo recorder. Wait, I think I remember Creative Wave. It was, yeah. it had a red wave and a blue wave, mm -hmm. and you couldn't, it was a one-track stereo recorder, so it wasn't, you, you had to track. paste audio on top of other audio, and then right. you couldn't undo it. So like... Oh. I would get my friends in my basement and like we would put on headphones and record into the USB mic and then like Crazy. I would paste the vocals on there and so anyway <laughs> I, I got to get really curious about how beats were being made because like even after listening to them for a while I, I couldn't understand really exactly how it was being done because like I didn't have any cousins that DJ'd or produced or right. you know anything like that so um, I got I downloaded the Fruity Loops 3 free demo in hey. 2004 and that was my first experience with like a doll. And yeah. I was like, oh shit. I was like, oh, it was <laughs> a, it's a rap. Yeah. And, like, yeah. The sounds were all trash, but I was still like, you know, whatever. This, what this is dope. Today, now, if you I use Reason now. Oh. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. I yeah. use Reason. He was, oh, two reasons. He was actually, wow. um, he was actually showing me to update. Like we were talking about it the other yeah, day at the yeah. studio, and I was it's thinking crazy. of Glam. People, I'm like, Glam's always. Reason is the. You got 10? No, I'm on five. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's you don't even have audio tracks on. yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like that's What's how audio it tracks? is to me. No, yeah. I'm saying like I played on all of them too. To, prior to version six, uh -huh. Reason was MIDI only. Like uh -huh. you could yeah. use audio in it. It's, but like, yo, ten is I've like played, I've so done what? nine at the most, but it's still it's. You're bugging. Is that the sound feel. for you? you it's like, the way you it like feels. I like the grit. That's like she's like somebody mixing in the box versus mixing on the SSO. I'm the one that lets it. If it hits red, just let it hit red. Like I'm one of those. I respect that. What's the so? What's the updates with with the newer version? Okay, so I've been I've been I got on reason in 2006. It was version three, and you know it was plenty for what I needed at the time. Um then they went a couple versions where it got slowly better then version six they introduced uh the audio track and they added also an ssl it was either six or seven they added an ssl mixer oh. um so now it's three windows it's the sequencer window the rack window uh and the mixer window and also in version 10 now we can use vsts yeah so i heard about that that was a big thing before the dope thing though is that reason and a ton of other companies were building their own plugins all this time. We couldn't use VSTs. Mm. So now we have those plus and VSTs. So wow. it's like real, mm -hmm. real deadly. And yeah. you can wow. get <laughs> flipping the racks around yeah, and yeah, reason and stuff. Toggle. Like, the only reason I haven't toggle. got it is because my computer, the update, is, it's old. Mm. So five, I can't. Um, anything yeah. past six it's is too much. It's a I hate that. Yeah. Well, when you get a new computer, let me know. I know. Yeah, so, thanks. He was playing missing, around with it the other day, and I was like, because the hues yeah. and everything kind of look like the arrangement window reminds me of Logic and the piano row. So I was like mm. really intrigued. Yeah. And the, his flow of work. And I was like. I like Logic's layout. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the simplicity. But like even for Ableton, it looks like math to me. But everybody's yeah. like, no, it's so yeah. easy. And I'm like. They're that's all a good be... way to look at it, math. The thing yeah. with yeah. Ableton to me is their channels are like they go from right to left. And I'm used to them like <laughs> left. Way, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Everything like the audio. Yeah, you're a that G though weird. for using Pro Tools. Facts. Yeah, like, that really is. Honestly, I don't know anybody I, else that does. Yeah. I kind of wish I was better with beats in Pro Tools because I can because I, I do prefer to mix in Pro Tools, so I can get, and I usually do get very surgical with the audio in Pro Tools, but I never got fast with MIDI in Pro Tools. Mm. So yeah. like I yeah. feel like it kind of. It's hangs I think me with up. the new with Pro Tools 12, they've like kind of fixed stuff that they should have had like a long time right. ago. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think that's why Pro Tools gets a bad rap because. Mm -hmm. The old mini shit was just like super terrible. Reason but, and Pro Tools are like my two. I use those more yeah. than anything. So the more I could marry those two, yeah, you know, the it's better. great. I mean, now the thing. So for me, with Pro Tools is like I like using audio, mm. and that's another reason why I didn't really fuck with Reason because I'm like I hate yeah, MIDI you, you so much. Yeah. So when I'm like programming a drum, uh, like a drum track in Pro Tools, I have an instrument track with like battery, mm -hmm. and then I'll program it out in MIDI. But then I I used to track out like individually but mm -hmm. now i just right click commit oh yeah, yeah yeah so once you do right click commit 
it'll automatically convert with effects to audio and then it'll automatically hide the original track so you have mm -hmm. it for later if you want but then it creates gotcha. a fresh new audio track so it's just the workflow's great and like you know they're all gonna be the same in like 10 years yeah like that's all facts. definitely for that's real facts that's facts because mm -hmm. there's things that i love about each of them yeah um and i know guys and girls who are beasts in every single doll so yeah. it doesn't even matter it's yeah. just what you know so what are you what are you working on mainly <clears throat> nowadays i mean yeah you know i was just i was in a session with them yesterday so in that session you were producing and recording yeah but what do you aside from that what else do you feel you've been focused more on uh well definitely i'm always more focused on on beats honestly i got like i said i i got into the mixing kind of out of necessity and mm. I, i'm happy to to use those skills for like the people close to me and and for artists that i'm working with and stuff i really don't try to spend too much of my time recording people mm -hmm. or like mixing a ton of client work um I take on stuff. Uh, I'm actually I'm working on a project with Rock Marciano right now nice. that I'm mixing for him. Um, that has actually been a really cool like me, my style and his style kind of coming together has nice. has kind of brought a dope. Is he feel is to he the making tracks. beats on it he's, too? He's made all the beats. Yeah, oh, but he came to me. Uh, actually, uh, he came as a reference from my boy Desert Park and actually also from Just. Um, nice. Just oh, Desert Park. I know Desert Park. You know Boone. Yeah, Boone he, he masters everything that I do. The music he, building. He's a beast, yeah. On 38th and 8th, yeah. Um, they they linked me with Rock just because they thought that my producery mixing would be a good fit for, for what he's doing right Amazing. now. Amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that, of course, cooking every day. Mm -hmm. uh, me, Buddha, and Grands just opened up a little studio room downtown that nice. you can stay tuned about. We're, we're working on hooking that Amazing. up right now. Amazing. Um, we're cooking a bunch. Um I'm making a ton of beats. There's this artist Don Michael that I do uh, that I, I'm working on a bunch with. Nice. You know, too. Yep. I just dropped uh, two joints with him. One called Slow Motion and one called uh, Weed Water Ether. Nice. Um, let's see. Me. Have you collabed with Just Blaze? Like, how's that? Me, me and Just got beats. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they're not out yet. Um, Put them on SoundCloud. Fuck it. <laughs> right. He just leak that shit. Let me just check with Just. <laughs> because it's, just, just tag them and tweet. Because you know we him. we talk about relationships and you and Just have a good relationship now. And you started like you said getting candy and, right, and right. you know coffee for everybody. So touch on that a little. Like your yeah. relationship well, with Just Blaze and how easy it is for you to collab with him now. Yeah. Well, the funny thing too is these. It was a very long time before these guys knew that I made beats mm -hmm. because I was also kind of fine, like. The thing is, I was interning, like I'm interning, you know, where these guys work. And right. a lot of these guys are guys who get, you know, bothered on the street mm -hmm. every day. You know what I mean? So like yeah. the last thing I was about to do was give them the same shit when they where they work. work. You yeah. know what I mean? So I kept my mouth shut about beats for a long time. Ariel like walked in on me playing beats one day and okay. he was like, yo, what is this? Yeah. I was like, it's mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, so, so he knew. But then like, you know, eventually as the thing is, I never had to be like, just so you guys know, I made beats, you know, right. just yeah. because we became friends, like mm -hmm. it came out naturally, you yeah. know what I mean? And uh, and at the right time too, At the right, right time, yeah. yeah. So um, in, t in terms of collaborating with Just, yeah, I mean, him and I, we never go too, too long without seeing each other, whether it's for music or just like for a cookout or for a get together or something like that or something in the city. Um, so how that will come about is typically I'll, I'll bring him like a ton of ideas that i have um and then he'll just kind of like you know some of them are maybe stuff that he could just add to some of them mm -hmm. are ones he really wants to deconstruct maybe change the tempo change the drums or he wants to use a different uh chop right. or something um but we have uh i think last time we linked up i dropped i think he took like 11 joints or something like Dope. that nice. um i've heard a few they're uh, definitely better than yeah. they were when I dropped them off. <laughs> All right, so you got them. Let's cue them up. Cue them up. Get it. Plug them in. Plug them in. Um, just blue. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it, it's incredible, honestly. Uh, especially since just uh, was definitely one of my one of my my big yeah. ones growing he's, up. I mean, you he's know like I mean? everyone's mentor, producer yeah. superhero. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's like he's... Just Blaze? Yeah, I like, it's it's so unique with him because he's reached a point, to me at least in his career, where like, 
he's really just like in the history books. So yeah, now, yeah. now he doesn't. He can maneuver in any way. He'll pop his head out once a year and do a Beyonce record. That's yeah. something. Yeah. Like that. yeah, that's yeah. how he's supposed to do it. The yeah. thing yeah. is, though, point. he's working on a lot of like, yo. I was actually honestly surprised because at that battle, mm-hmm. Swizz and Just it was the last time I saw yep. you. Just. You know, shit started. People started going crazy when Swizz was playing unreleased mm. stuff. Yep. And Just has a lot of unreleased I fire. That he so didn't I, play? That he did not play. Why yeah. not? I was sitting, Why do you I'm, think? I was sitting there like... Why yeah. do you think you he didn't play it? Knew. I don't know if it was like a courtesy thing. Like, I you know, maybe with the maybe artists it was on courtesy. it. Or like, maybe he you didn't know, have this a... or that or... So he knew he had some aces. Yeah, but he didn't want to get no cease and desist. I'm talking like I'm talking like real Real aces too. Real shit. Like, but uh, damn. Yeah, yeah. You should ask him next time you see him. We should ask him. We should ask him next. We should ask him next beat battle. Hopefully, it is another one with just. Does Just Blaze have the same phone number? Yeah. He does, right? Yeah. Call Let's him see up. if he actually answers the Call phone. Call him up right no. now. Call, call, call him up. Call, call him up. Call him up. Just fuck her Call Just right Bill. now. Call him up, Bill. Just put him on call the spot. Up, call Just. Call Just. Just please? He's not going to pick up. He never fucking picks up my calls. But maybe he will if Mike, since Mike is here. Oh, shit. Oh, that's his voicemail. <laughs> that will be his voicemail. Justin's ill mind. All right. No, just Blaze. He's busy. <laughs> he doesn't like me anymore. Um, All right, we tried. Oh, wait, what were you we saying we before tried. that? Um, um, the collaborations music. with you guys. Oh, yeah. So, speaking of collaborations, so yeah. obviously your your main thing is you're a music producer. That's your like passion. Yeah. So I, I you know, I, I I think it's great that you're like collaborating a lot, like with Justin and then like with Buddha and Grand and stuff. So, yep. what's kind of your process right now? in terms of like working with artists and getting records out there is it very like relationship based or are you like shopping around what's what's yeah i mean i uh collaborating is not like a i collaborate closely with the people that i work closely with Mm -hmm. um i don't you know send a ton of stuff all over the place i i I exchange music with the guys that come through the steel sessions for sure like we'll exchange info and i'll either they'll send me some ideas that they're working on or i'll send them some melodies i'm working on um but yeah i'm actually trying to get better at that now in terms of keeping my my session files organized like i'm trying to label them with color with colors like Mm -hmm. definitely got to come back to this like this is pretty good this is a good chop but like somebody else might be more inspired by it than i am you know what i mean like just and i'm also trying to get in the habit of bouncing everything out no matter how incomplete it is just so i can refer back to it and send it elsewhere um but I, I do a lot of different stuff in terms of collaborators. Um, I'll either send them music. Sometimes I'll send them drum loops. Um, sometimes I'll send them a sample that I mm-hmm. chopped or, or pitched or something, uh, and vice versa. Nice. So it's, and it's, sometimes you're just being in a room. Sometimes yeah, sometimes, you're, in a room. sometimes yeah. you're just yeah. in a room. We just That's cooked right. up two the other day. Yeah, That's I mean, it. typically when I'm with Buddha and Grand, I gotta hear those. Yeah, typically sure. when I'm with Buddha and Grand, we just do a roulette style. You know right. what I'm saying? Somebody will be sitting down, Facts. put a little something down. Like a real jam session. Right, sit yeah. up, somebody else will sit down, mm-hmm. put something else down. Do you prefer melody or drums or both? It's like both. I, I, yeah, I like doing both, man. And and I like, I love sampling too. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, uh, I really love, I, I just can't. I can't shake it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I'm trying to, I, I try to get away from it. You know, just keep thinking of the clearances and the splice and all the sample it. packs and yeah. stuff. Exactly. But like, I just, I just this love it. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I love just something love about it. Too. Yeah. That's a fact. I think yeah. I like sound. I like, I like choosing my drums, but I like to play with the sounds and then yeah. build the drums right. around exactly. mm-hmm. that and, like, uh, scheme. Reason actually exactly. now has an incredible uh, warping uh, algorithm. So. Amazing. I've I've slowed stuff down like 70, 80 BPM mm. and it still holds up. Still so holds up. Like, wow. I chop it into a ton of pieces and I turn it backwards and stretch it and I like to do a lot of different really, stuff. Really, really yeah. surgerizing. Yeah. Right. I right. love it. I want to switch gears. Let's talk about steel sessions. Okay. Um. So obviously we've had Boone and Grants here. They spoke a little bit about mm-hmm. it. Obviously, yep. you know, Wayno spoke UCA, about it. Wayno. Um. So yeah, I I mean, first of all, I think what you guys are doing is amazing because appreciate it, man. You know, I mean, Hell you yeah. guys know me at this point. It's like uh, I love, you know, producers and just people in general that care about the culture and right. really just try to engage and do different things that are healthy for different creatives to come together. Definitely. And it always comes down to like 
getting people together that are like-minded and i love when i see music production and i love when i see artists come together and stuff so tell tell the people a little bit more about steel sessions i mean i think people you know kind of have an idea about it but like give them the a to z rundown of what it is and how it started it's i mean it's definitely true that a lot of people have kind of an ambiguous idea about it uh and that's because it's different for everybody um so essentially what steel sessions is is a one-on-one workshop for producers and engineers uh and it's open format so how it works is essentially a ticket is a slot and a slot is an hour some people get more sometimes um but you come and then in the first 30 minutes you sit with me uh, and then in the second 30 minutes you sit with Buddha and Grands and then in that time it's just you know it's whatever you need some people just want to play beats and we critique them some people want to open up their sessions so we could look at them and give them little tricks or help them mix them better or arrange them or sequence them so it's like different rooms yeah yeah it'll be one room it'll be one room with me in it uh, and then another room with Buddha and Grands um like I said before, some people just come just to ask us questions, you know, like they, they're graduating or they're about to move to a city and they want to know what they should do. Um, and then, so that's like kind of the, the, that's that's what controls the flow of the event. But also once your slot is up, like you don't have to leave. There's always a communal space, you Got know, it. so like everybody hangs out, they meet each other, they exchange info. We bring as many of our industry friends through as we can to come be accessible to the attendees and just to chop it up with them and and uh, get the, get concepts from it. And mm-hmm. Wayno has been joining us recently too uh, to, to do slots with the attendees. So I love Wayno. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a good dude, man. He's he, he's, he's great. He, he's a stand-up dude, and he's really been giving great information to these people who come he through. He literally yeah, cares. Really. Like you can, man. The thing I love about Wayno is like. When he talks, he like genuinely cares about yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, and yo, it, it, it's it's not easy to because these steel sessions we'll be going for like eight, ten hours, and, yeah. and it's not easy to sit with people one on one and to give them like oh, your yeah. full attention yeah. for a for a day. But like honestly, like I know I'm I'm super into it, uh, and Buddha and Grants too, and 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 Wayno as well. I, I know that we're all just very fulfilled yeah. by what we've seen. Mm-hmm. So like. It makes it much easier to do, and that's a good word to use. Fulfilling, yeah. Like it just, it just feels good to give, right? I mean, mm-hmm. similar to that intern conversation, you know, we're just trying to remind people of the importance of like getting out and getting into the environment, you know, right. and meeting people mm-hmm. like face to face and exchanging information. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a lot of these guys like they collaborate with each other, yep. like they they collaborate with the people they meet. A couple of them have gotten some placements mm-hmm. kind of through our pipeline, yeah. so. Yep. <laughs> The dope thing about it is that like the best thing we can do for the brand is help people. Yeah. Right. Like if 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 we help people, we're doing a good job. So it's like no shady shit. No, you know, helping helping people and inspiring people. You know, yeah. it's not about like a suit and tie thing where it's like okay, we're gonna right, shop right. this. And I'm not knocking that yeah. obviously because right. that helps too. But I think what you guys are doing is great because uh, I'm a fan of the the style of like giving back that will inspire the person mm-hmm. right. you know it's not necessarily like do a b c d and e and you'll be successful Every, yeah. and everybody needs different advice yep people are at different places coming from different yeah. situations they're at different levels you know mm-hmm. in terms of like where they're at so you know that's that's why we wanted to do something a little more a, a little more personal um where they would still have the space to meet and you know follow up with us on the things that we talked about because something we cover yeah. a lot like sometimes so I, dudes will come like with with mixes and we'll just sit for a half hour or, or their beats or something and i'll just like help them gain stage mm-hmm. like yep. juice up their kicks get the like get the brightness right get the hats like yeah. grooving good and like you'd, you'd actually be surprised the amount you can get done in 30 minutes that's um, amazing so you know people people use it for whatever they think mm-hmm. works yeah. for them you yeah. know and that's that's what's cool mm-hmm. i love it i actually got my like mixing and kind of one of my beat templates from my cuz at the steel sessions because i was like yo <laughs> just help me like mix this like yeah, I'm, I'm hearing this i'm hearing that and then he helped me out you know he put some stuff that i wasn't thinking about obviously took it to the next level and i was like let me let me keep this let me mm-hmm. use this as a template you know so that way and it's something we were talking about the other day right. um since they got their room, you know, engine room now, I'm always, you know, knocking on You're the there? door. Like, what's up, guys? <laughs> yeah. What's hey, up? Buddy. What are we doing today? Um, but, you know, I'm also flying the wall and picking their brains. Like, how do you produce? How do you mix? You know, yeah. what do you do? So 
we were talking about that, you know, where it just saves you time. Yep. So, you know, he helped me kind of save time when it comes to like producing and mixing, you know, because you know how it is. It's like you sometimes you just want to lay your idea down. You don't want to yep. have to worry about like creating all these new tracks. And, you know, so going back to helping, I think as human beings, we all should be helping people. Yep. But it's hard to help everyone. Right. But you have to do the best you can. But I think as creatives, we need that. Yeah, you know, because sometimes be it's hard to. There's also be so many different ways that you can yeah. go about like the things that we do. Like mm -hmm. it's like there's no way that a single person would ever be aware <clears throat> of all the million ways that you Definitely. could try different things exactly. in music and like, collaboration is everything. Mm -hmm. Exactly, it's really everything. Mm -hmm. So where can people go to sign up? If they're interested. Uh, our biggest following is on Instagram, just at Steel Sessions, but you can get the tickets at SteelSessions.com. So Steel yeah. Sessions, how it's spelled. S-T-E-E-L-S-E-S-S-I-O-N-S. -S 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 -S. yeah. All right, SteelSessions.com to sign up. Um, what is next for you, Mike? What's coming up that you can talk about? Uh, got, uh, let's see, me, me Buddha and Grand's got two Dave records coming out soon. Hey, um, Dave I got some other stuff with East that's not out, but you know, you know uh -huh. how that goes. It's, it's all in the pot. Could, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. We we got this new space at Engine Room that that we're excited about. Amazing. Um, I'm working on a tape with uh, JoJo. Me and JoJo are doing nice. a tape where we go 50/50 on all the beats. Amazing. Uh, yep. Um, that's my guy. We had um, JoJo. Yeah, we had yeah, y'all yeah, had him on with Boot and Grands. Yep. He's he's a beast. He's, he's another one. Mm -hmm. um, so me and him are working on some cool stuff. And uh, more Michael records. Um, cooking up, uh, I'm cooking up with with a lot of different artists. I don't know when everybody's stuff is gonna come out, yep. but uh, just it's just a lot keep going an eye on right now. Yes, yeah, so it's a lot of cool stuff going on. Stuff in the so, pipeline. So when it does, you definitely got to come back and let us know. You Facts. Know. Yo, I'll come back here anytime. Yeah, Facts. just tell Absolutely. me. Appreciate the whole squad coming. We don't got Pretty time for yeah. one blabber crap. Just one. <laughs> I know Atlas wants to do the blapper crap. Yeah. <laughs> I see it in his well, face. We Mike, you know me too well, Mike. My, um, well. The reason why we actually really can't is because my uh, browser, my internet doesn't work. Damn. Uh, yeah. I've been trying to, I've been hitting refresh like a million times. Well, listen, working. we got three but, minutes left, so it's all good. We're, timing just worked out perfectly today. No, it worked out perfect. But, uh, yeah. Mike, really appreciate you coming through, man. Appreciate um, you I guys. I love man. what you Hell guys yeah. are doing and like mm -hmm. with the SEAL sessions. And I think this, this is kind of, you know, just something we need. I mean, I think just, yeah, it's great that it's happening in New York and like all the stuff we're trying to do and everything. But yeah. I would really encourage you guys, like for all you guys listening, like regardless of what level you're on, you know, just I think the mat where the magic happens is being around your peers and yeah. being around other exactly. creatives. And you know, if you're uh, an established producer, give it a try. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it might feel good. In fact, I'll guarantee you it'll feel really good. Yeah to be able to like feel like you can give back and inspire somebody mm -hmm. you know it's not all about just like stacking you know stacking nah. and getting the bag and like showing off like chains and shit like i mean listen that's cool yeah. too but give yeah. it a try give give back you know what Facts. i mean and, and try to contribute a little bit it might feel good and if it feels good you know what I mean? Why not do it? You gotta embrace teamwork doing this yeah. stuff man i mean you'll never do it and, and even all the best works of all the best bodies of work usually come from multiple people exactly. it's rarely just from one person say, yeah. you know what i mean right. so that's facts that's we gotta facts. do like a voltron steel we past the ox blap blap a thousand you know what i'm saying blap like the, mega blaps. we're gonna do a no. mega, mega joint we're gonna do a mega joint yeah hell yeah thousand percent um yeah blap sessions or something <laughs> yeah that would be dope cool blap shit. sessions hell yeah. some cool shit. let's uh let's give a round of applause to mike yeah. for joining us today thank y'all man hell yeah appreciate you Again, guys, we don't have time for Blapper Crap, but I promise you, next show we will do Blapper Crap. Can we do the whole show? Love you guys. No. Hey. We could do We could. We, we yeah, could. We'll, that'd we'll be see. We'll see. We'll tune in. Uh, but we're out of here. Blap Chat. Later. Episode 77. See you next week. Peace. Peace.